you're listening to the Wobcast with the one and only, the legendary, the insurmountable Wobby. Hey everyone, welcome back to another edition of the Wobcast. I'm your host, Mike Wobshaw, joined as always by my sidekick, by the co-host and the producer, Chris Corso. As we come to you from Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center in Egan, this is my first week in the new building. It's Chris's second week in the new building, and it's our first Wobcast from TCO Performance Center in Egan. Last week, the Wobcast came to you from the Combine in Indianapolis, where Nate Vaughn stepped in to produce and co-host this week. We have Chris back in his chair. Good to have you back, Chris. And I got to tell you, it's good to be in TCO Performance Center. Yeah, it's good to be back. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to set the scene here for the fans yeah. that listened in. We're sitting on the perch in the indoor practice facility yes. in TCO, and we're looking out at the beautiful um, Vikings field indoors here with the roof that is high yeah. enough to punt in, Yes, which is a, a difference from Winter yes. Park. And the goalposts that hang from the ceiling. There is no post that is in the ground of the field turf on the indoor or in the indoor field house the goalposts hang from the ceiling that's interesting and another thing that's interesting is we see um they're actually sprinklers on right now um getting the fields ready right it's artificial which, surface yeah i'm not sure about we're that. watering <laughs> like our we have the best facilities and turf crew in the in the league absolutely but Right now, I'm watching them water artificial turf. Like, <laughs> they know it's artificial turf, obvi- obviously, right? I they guess, know this is turf, right? I guess they're keeping it. I mean, uh, it, it looks so good. You could maybe you like it. Maybe you think it looks like grass. I just want to also paint the picture that it looks so clean in here yeah. that you could pretty much eat yeah. off of that Norseman right in yeah. the middle of the oh, field yeah. there and have a nice meal in here and, oh, and be good to go. It's it, beautiful in here, it's, man. I mean, the air is fresh in here. Yeah. Um, you see the championship banners hung up yeah. from the NFC championships and um, stuff like that. But, yeah, it is it is beautiful in here. I, I'm really excited to practice in here the week before Super Bowl 72. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. You know, this is going to be a great place to practice for the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm really looking forward to even right. just being out here when the players return yeah. um, in, in April and stuff like that. and. Man, this is this is some building, that's for sure. Yeah, it's super impressive. Um, so it's your first week here. I've been here for two weeks, so yeah. I've I've had a little, a little bit more time here. Wabi came yeah. in yesterday. Yeah, I, I rolled in yesterday after a week in Indy and a week in Jupiter, Florida. I rolled into Egan yesterday for the first time, man. It was strange. I saw you tweeted a picture. You were outside of the building, yeah. and you're like, "Where do I go?" Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know where to go. That was awesome. It's it's, it's funny because everybody just expects the, the the big thing here is everyone expects you just know where to go and yeah. this and that, and 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 you came in a week late, um, coming from vacation and from the combine. So, um, yeah. Well, what strange, are your man. what are your first thoughts? I, I want to um, hear. I mean, it, it is. It is not Winter Park. I mean, Winter Park was home and cozy and intimate and family feel and um, tight. And I think that TCO Performance Center will yield that environment in time. I think it, I think this will feel like home. I think we will have a family atmosphere here. I think there will be camaraderie and synergy and all of that. But it takes time to develop that in a, in a new building. So what this building has in spades is 
appeal, like you know, um, aesthetic appeal. It's 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 awe striking. It's, it's amazing. Technology is up to date. It's it's the best uh, in all of that stuff, and so that's great and good news. And it's super impressive. And the Vikings Entertainment Network uh, has been put in a great spot to succeed and produce great content and, and I think that other departments would say the same thing about their departments here so that's all good now it's just a matter of being here and it's a matter of time and getting used to it and feeling that family atmosphere again which will develop over time so that that would be how I would kind of term it right now and you spoke about the content that is going to be a big thing for Vikings fans to keep yeah. an eye on um, uh, Brian Harper our leader of Vikings Entertainment Network got a little spotlight on yeah. um, PA show the, yeah. uh, last week and he talked about some of the differences with some of the content that we're going to be able to provide live and stuff like that um, a lot of new shows as well um, but we have a lot of big plans for the Wobcast coming up. Here. That, I like to hear that, man. I mean, we've had some brainstorming sessions, and I know there have been ideas floated around that I haven't heard about yet. So I'm excited to talk about those and implement them, man, because our listeners, our loyal listeners, um, they deserve the you best. Know, fresh stuff and the best, and they deserve um, you know, the best podcast that we can produce, and being here is going to help us produce a better one. So Absolutely, I agree. So. All right, but what people really want to know about is what's going on in the league. Free agency coming up. It's right around the corner. I mean, as we record the Wobcast, it's like 27 hours away. Yeah. So, um, But there has been some headlines and some, and some news that's already happened. So we're going to walk the, the fine line here of letting you know what is official and what has happened and what has been reported not Absolutely. official, but what has been reported, because there's a distinction there. We're going to go through some of the big ticket items right now, so get us started, Chrissy. All right, so be, to begin everything off, we got to start off with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And you know that there's a new man in charge there, and John Dorsey, yep. um, as the general manager there, the former general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs, and he said he wanted to get good players in right away, and man, did he make some moves. He did. Uh, they got a quarterback. Um, they got a quarterback. They traded for Tyrod Taylor, a former Buffalo Bills quarterback mm-hmm. last year. They made a big deal for wide receiver Jarvis Landry of the mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins. Um, they they got Demarius Randall from the Packers, a cornerback, and they picked up a few draft picks um, as well as trading um, Deshaun Kaiser to Away. the Packers. Yep. And they traded defensive tackle Danny Shelton Away. to the Patriots. To the Patriots, yeah. So we went over some of the guys they picked up and two of the guys that they um, traded away in those deals, man, they're going to be a, a, a team to watch on offense. Here's the thing. They were on 16 last year, right? Yep. Yeah. They were on 16. And they're not bringing back the same team next year. That's good. If you look <laughs> at that team, you, so. you see Jarvis Landry, Corey Coleman, and um, – David and Njoku. You have – Josh Gordon coming back. Josh Gordon, back. potentially. Now you have Tyrod, who's a respectable, solid starter. I mean, this team could... Maybe Saquon Barkley. Yeah, they have the number one overall pick and the fourth overall pick. So, man, that offense could look very different next yep. year. Yeah, so good for them for being movers and shakers. Not always the best thing to do uh, to build your team through trades and free agency, but the Browns were not in an ordinary situation. They're coming off an 0-16 season and a change in philosophy in the front office. Yeah. Um, so um, kudos to them for trying, for doing something different to try to make it work. In a division, by the way, that I don't want to disrespect the Steelers and say it's up for grabs because that division runs through Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
But Ben Roethlisberger is on the back nine of his career. Still an elite quarterback. But how much longer can he do it? It's fair to question that given how long he's been in the league and how much success he's had. I mean, not exactly a division that's going to be on lockdown for the next five years. This division is there for the taking soon. It's still the Steelers' division, um, but the Browns have an opportunity, and we're not trying to make the Browns sound like you know Super Bowl champions next year. No, it was they, just refreshing to see them make some moves, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's good to see, and um, definitely <laughs> it's refreshing for Cleveland fans. And For sure. It's been the story of the offseason so far. Another story, and this is closer to the heart of Minnesota Vikings fans, um, the Eagles made a big move. They did. They um, added a defensive lineman, yep. That's right. Michael Bennett was released by the Seattle Seahawks, their defensive end. Um, fans are probably familiar with him because we've played the Seahawks a number of times in the past few years. He joins the Eagles as another pass rusher on that um, very respectable defensive line, yep. Super Bowl champion defensive line. So for that'll sure. be something to watch for Vikings fans. Yes, indeed. Um, speaking of play in the trenches, how about the Jaguars? They – uh, reportedly are going to make a big splash in free agency by signing an offensive lineman, Chris. Yep, this is one that was reported. Again, it's not official yet. Um, guard Andrew Norwell, mm-hmm. um, one of the biggest offensive line names so far in free agency, was reported to, to have signed with the Jaguars um, this offseason. That comes after them extending Blake Bortles, their quarterback, um, for a few years there who they're putting their trust in. And they're giving him a guy to to protect him on the interior on the offensive line. So mm-hmm. that's like that's a big move. Yeah. For I mean, a lot of people forget they were just about ten minutes away the, from going to the Super the Bowl. The Super Bowl, right? Okay. Let me ask you this: wide receiver news. What do you like better, Sammy Watkins potentially going to the Chiefs, or Allen Robinson potentially going to the Bears? I think. Ugh. Both good moves. Those are great moves. Allen Robinson's a guy who wasn't um, that productive compared to his past years for the Jaguars, so that's a good deal for the Chicago Bears to make yeah. with, with a very young quarterback. And then Sammy Watkins, man, he had a great season last year for, for the Rams, so the Chiefs going out and making a move for him um, with a young quarterback that's going to be there, I think that'll, that'll be a good a good move for them because yeah. we talked about this last year when they started out um, 5-0. and They never really had that deep threat, um, big-time wide receiver. Um, Tyreek Hill was was – supposedly that for them but this is a, a real wide receiver as well to add to the mix so that, yep. that'll be a good move for them um, uh, what about mike evans yeah, got paid, the, man. he got paid he said setting the standard um i know wide receivers are probably happy in the nfl mm-hmm. with contracts coming up yep. after seeing um mike evans making a big big payday um of 82.5 million is what was reported for five years with the buccaneers so yep. Wow, that's 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 big news for wide receivers in the league. Yeah, um, a couple of other moves we'd be remiss not to mention. The Bears, uh, who we already talked about, could get Allen Robinson, also allegedly interested in tight end Trey Burton. And, um, and then you have the Chiefs uh, potentially cutting ties with Tom Bahali. The Ravens, Danny Woodhead and Ladarius Webb could be on the market, and the Dolphins perhaps making Indomitian Sue available. Um, and then Richard Sherman. Yeah. A member of the Legion of Boom no longer. He is not a member of the Seattle Seahawks. He's been signed by the 49ers. Yeah, this is another move that is official. Um, And it's official because Sherman was released. Yeah, so the free agent period does not begin until tomorrow at 4 p.m., March March 14th. But um, looking at 
Richard Sherman being being released, he's able to then sign with the yeah. new team. So yeah. um, going to the rival in that same division, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Now coming up right here, oh, we got a couple of our running backs right here, C.J. Ham and Dalvin Cook. What up, dudes? Yeah, come up. Yeah, you guys can come up. We'll have to see if we can run those guys down, see if they can join the Wobcast. An impromptu Wobcast uh, guest list, including C.J. Ham and Dalvin Cook, perhaps coming uh, shortly as they wander around the field house. See, even the, even these guys, NFL players, yep, who you know have been to NFL stadiums. Dalvin Cook went to Florida State. Obviously, saw top-notch facilities there and at other schools when he was being recruited. C.J. Ham been with the Vikings for a few seasons. Even they are awestruck it's, by CCO performance. It's amazing because these guys, most of them don't have to be here and have decided. Kyle Rudolph said the other day he, he hasn't been in Minnesota for the offseason in mm. five five years, and, and he comes back and, and he wants to stay here. He wants yeah. to see this new building. So yeah. um, just like we said, we were wandering around. Now, now we see Pretty two cool. of our top running backs running around, just walking around the field house on, on, a, uh, on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so – uh, let's keep going with um, some free agency stuff. We actually had the chance to catch up with our friend Tom Pelissero, who uh, is from the area, covered the Vikings and covered the Packers and covered the Vikings and went national for USA Today. Now he works for NFL Network. Um, one of one of the friends of the program here at the VEN, always gracious with his time. We caught up with him. We asked him what's going on at, and free agency with the quarterbacks. And that video is posted right now on Vikings.com, so you can check that out. But because we hold Wobcast listeners in such high regard, Chris, we saved a question for Tom, and we put it in the can, and we're going to release it right now on the Wobcast. What did we ask Tom Pelissero for Wobcast listeners only? So this is only on the Wobcast, was not asked anywhere else, and will not appear anywhere else on Vikings.com. As you just said, we asked him... He told us about Kirk Cousins, um, the possibilities for him and free agency uh, in the video. Yep. So then we wanted to know kind of the what he knows about the other three um, quarterbacks that are actually on the Vikings roster as we speak and will be scheduled to, to become free right. agents on um, uh, tomorrow on Wednesday. Right. So um, he went through that, and we'll, we'll take a listen now. We had a great conversation with Tom Pelissero uh, that we posted on Vikings.com earlier this week, but I saved one question, and we're going to ask it to him now because Tom is joining the Wobcast. We love chatting with Tom. We do it every chance we can get. You can find him on Twitter, at Tom Pelissero. He joins us now. Tom, I got one more question for you, but first, thanks for joining the Wobcast. Of course. Yeah, I've already done a video with you. Is there anything else? Are you going to have me do anything else before I walk out of the lobby here? This is why we pay you the big bucks. Wobby in the lobby. Like and it. you're doing a Wobby in the lobby right now. Okay, so it's it's Wobby and Tom Pelissero in the lobby. Here's the question that I have saved for the people who have decided to listen to my podcast today, okay, which we want to reward them for doing so. Um, we've heard all the speculation about the quarterback the Vikings may sign. We've talked about it on this podcast. We talked to you about it earlier. What about the other quarterbacks that are scheduled to be free agents, that are Vikings right now, but but could become free on March 14th. What do you see happening with those guys? I would say this to both of the people listening. Let's make an assumption here to kind, nice of, one. To kind of set up the answer that let's assume 
It's not done, but let's assume for the moment that Kirk Cousins is the next quarterback of the Vikings, which would mean none of these three guys is likely to be back. With Case Keenum, we already know overnight, agreed to terms with the Denver Broncos. It is, from my understanding, we don't have full details yet, but it's a two-year deal worth around $18 million, the first year guaranteed. So it's really a bridge deal as the Broncos also probably draft a guy and attempt to develop him. So Cousin, or excuse me, Keenum to Denver. For Sam Bradford, of course, the big question is durability, his knee. He was able to come back from that after he had the surgery to clean out a bone spur, clean out some cartilage. Uh, he was active for the playoff games. He intends to play further. The one team I've heard that has interest in him for sure is the Buffalo Bills. He's a good fit for what they want to be offensively, the style of football that they want to play. They need somebody after trading away Tyrod Taylor. Another team, we've already seen him make one move this week, trading away Cordy Glenn to jump up in the first round. Everybody believes they're going to try to jump up again, draft a quarterback high. But what better situation than a guy like Sam Bradford, a former number one pick, highly talented guy. You can't necessarily count on him to play 16 games, so bring him in. That would be one potential landing spot. You've also got places like the Cardinals, like the Jets, that do not have clear free agent answers at this point. Bradford could factor into those situations. So could Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater's in a little bit different of a spot right now. And probably the least is known about him simply because he hasn't played football. Has not played meaningful snaps really over the past couple of seasons. Is he going to be able to move the same way? The Vikings have more information on Teddy Bridgewater than anyone because they watched him in practice when he came back over the final couple of months of the season. Bridgewater at this point for the Vikings was never going to get the opportunity to be QB1 going into camp. Under no scenario was it going to be he was the guy simply because they don't know exactly how long it's going to take him to regain his form. Anywhere else, Bridgewater, what I know about him is he's likely to take a short-term deal because he's not going to get the big money now, and he wants to play. He wants to get back on the field, answer some of those questions about what type of quarterback he can be again. So he's a guy you might look for in the second wave of free agency after other parts settle where he can look around and go, okay, my best shot is to play in New York or to play in Arizona or wherever it might be. Figure that out where he gets at least a chance to compete because pretty soon we're playing musical chairs here. Some of those chairs are going to get filled. This is a unique market for quarterbacks, isn't it? It really is. I mean, the fact that you had Kirk Cousins, the first franchise-type quarterback who's come free for no reason. I mean, there was no injuries. This isn't Peyton Manning coming off four neck surgeries. It's not Drew Brees with a bad shoulder. This is a guy in his prime with no real red flags to speak of in terms of medical, hitting the open market. That's why Kirk Cousins has as much leverage as he does, How much the, why the Vikings hope to pay him as much money as they are likely to pay him at this point. And then obviously Drew Brees becoming free. You have some of those guys like Bradford, like Bridgewater. There's still a lot of moving parts. Josh McCown's out there, A.J. McCarron, another guy. Chase Daniels, somebody who I think is a backup. There's going to be competition for him because there's a bunch of coaches and front office people who know him really well. It'll be interesting and always a lot of money being thrown around. Yeah, and a lot of information being thrown around. Tom Pelissero has all of it. You can catch him on Twitter at Tom Pelissero on Vikings.com because we post all of his videos and, of course, on NFL Network. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. You got it. One of the aforementioned quarterbacks is the starter for most of the season last year for the Vikings, Case Keenum. Tom Pelissero mentioned him. And some of our other friends at NFL Network were talking about Case Keenum as well. Chris has it cut up, so let's go to that sound right now. Thank you very much, Lindsay. Well, it's late on the West Coast, early on the East Coast, and big news is Case Keenum is now expected to sign with the Denver Broncos on Wednesday as soon as free agency begins this story developing in the last few minutes. So Case Keenum, one of the quarterback domino effect, is now in effect because he's going to go to Denver. What does that mean for the quarterback market? What does it mean for Kirk Cousins? 
Sam Bradford, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, the quarterback carousel is in motion. But we know that Case Keenum is headed to Denver. We don't know the details of the deal, how many years, what the money is going to be. But Denver seems to have solved its problem at the quarterback position. They were looking for a long-term answer, and they hope that Case Keenum is the answer. Case coming off the best season of his career. As a starter, he went 11-3. and He led the Vikings to the NFC Championship game. He had a dream season, and everyone wondered whether Minnesota would want to re-sign him. They had interest, but there was a lot of talk about Minnesota going after Drew Brees. We heard about on Monday. Kirk Cousins, well, we know one thing. Case Keenum is not going to be the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. Case Keenum is heading to Denver. All right. It's been a little while since we've done a mailbag segment. We got to do it. We got to do it. We got fan questions. That's right. We're returning here. And the first one is from Dale Francis. Why would the Vikings even consider bringing in Kirk Cousins when they have three capable quarterbacks? Also, if Cousins is so good, why would the Redskins let him go? All right. Well, I mean, my man Dale has a point. I mean, um, you know, the Vikings have had success with the three quarterbacks um, that are currently on the roster who are scheduled to be free agents on Wednesday. Case Keenum, obviously, the Vikings went 13-3 and in the regular season where he started all the games um, except two yep. and then played in most of the other game. Uh, the one at Chicago. So, and and they went to the NFC title game. Teddy Bridgewater has guided this team to a division title. Sam Bradford set an NFL completion percentage record with this team. So Dale's right. The Vikings do have capable quarterbacks on the roster, but Kirk Cousins is also um, available. And so you have a new offensive coordinator in John DeFilippo, and you have Coach Zimmer and Rick Spielman who are evaluating these quarterbacks, and they're going to make their decision on which one they want to prioritize. Um, someone can think that Case is the best one. Someone can think that Sam is. Someone yep. might think that Kirk is. You know, and this is Zim and Rick trying to make the decision, trying to. Um, I think what what the balance is is we have a roster ready to win right now. So who gives us the best chance to win right now? But let's also think long term. Who's a good long term option for us? And that's the guy the Vikings are going to prioritize and go after. Obviously, everyone's presuming that's going to be Kirk Cousins. We'll find out over the next. 27 to, to 47 hours, if that's going to be the case. Yep. Um, now, the Redskins, let's also remember, the Redskins did not exactly kick Kirk Cousins to the curb for someone else. They franchised him two years in a row. That's right. They drafted him, they decided to start him, and they franchised him not once but twice. So they've given him like $50 million almost over the last two years. They, they like him. Yes. You know, so Kirk's a good player. Um, the Redskins got a good quarterback in Alex Smith. They made a shrewd move to get him, and that um, allowed them the flexibility to to let Kirk Cousins go to the market. So obviously a unique environment for quarterbacks and free agency. You normally don't see this many good quarterbacks potentially hitting the market, but you're seeing it this year, and it's created a lot of interesting storylines. That's right. All right, moving on to number two. This one's from Ramon. Um, Mike, can you see the Vikings making a splash at wide receiver in free agency? Could you see the Vikings going after Mike Wallace again or bringing in another Minnesota player like Eric Decker? What are your thoughts here? Yeah, Chris, I don't know about you. You can opine as well. Um, I I don't see a a big quote-unquote splash at receiver. You got Diggs and Thielen. I think that Jarius Wright has inspired some confidence in the coaching staff um, with the way he performed at the end of last season. Kyle Rudolph is a pass catcher. Dalvin Cook can contribute in the passing game. 
I think if if you spend big on a quarterback, um, you know, also knowing that you want to spend big to keep your core guys in place, I don't know if that affords you to splash in free agency, and I don't know that there are any splashy players to go and get. What do you think? I agree with that. Um, Obviously, you have a ton of talent at that position when you look at at Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, two guys who went over a thousand yards last year. I I think, yeah, Um, the two of them together, it's. Putting together one of the best duos in in Vikings history, and then, I mean, Jarius Wright is always the forgotten guy. But how many big catches did he have yeah. last year? Yep. And then um, Laquan Treadwell still has his chance to step in and be be that fourth guy if possible. And then um, when you look, Michael Floyd is a free agent um, on Wednesday, so he'll be a guy who you'll have to consider if you want to bring him back or not. So and you um, got the draft. Yeah, and you got the draft. So we're we're very deep. And another guy who I don't want you to forget about. Oh yeah, who you got? Stacy Coley. I think okay. he's I think he's gonna I think he's gonna enter into okay. to the mix this year and be be someone who um, can can play a role in special teams and, and maybe even get involved on offense. Would so love we'll see. to see it. You can certainly see why you would afford a guy an opportunity from his first season to his second season to make a big jump yep and we didn't see the jump we wanted to out of laquan treadwell that doesn't mean he can't make that jump this offseason but we'll see if stacy coley can do it obviously a guy with a lot of speed and a lot of talent out of the university of miami all right let's look at the next one and this one's from chris i love the name from Mm -hmm. cave cave creek arizona my man chris emails all the time Wobby, thank you for keeping the awesome content from the Combine, the Wobcast, etc. during this slow offseason. Having those things to watch slash listen to really helps fill in the gaps. Free agency starts in a matter of days now, and this is going to be fun, says Chris. Yes, sir. I agree with him. Thank you, Chris, for the kind words. Uh, Corso and myself and everyone at the Vikings Entertainment Network feel fortunate to have the job to bring you all this uh, content and news and we love doing it we have fun doing it and there's lots of stuff to come right oh there's going to be so much more to come especially with this new facility like we mentioned before and man is it fun and it's been fun being a part of this wobcast and i'm looking forward to the to the to the free agency and then obviously um training camp in this building is going to be fun yeah for sure so i think that's going to do it we've emptied out our notebook now this um a lot of the info you just heard from us is going to get old fast because free agency starts tomorrow yep it's going to get old fast but we wanted to to get on get on uh Get on on the mics and give you give you what we know as of now. So maybe we'll have to uh, come back later in the week, right? Absolutely. Maybe another a bonus Wobcast this week uh, later on once the once a few things have settled and uh, and we've got more stuff to talk about. So make sure you stay tuned for that and make sure you stay tuned to Vikings.com, the Vikings app, and the Vikings social media channels for continuous coverage of the Vikings in free agency as they try to bring back some of their own players as they take a look at the market and as they continue to get ready for the 2018 NFL Draft, which is not that far away, believe it or not. So lots of stuff coming up. We thank you for listening to this edition of the Wobcast. We encourage you to stay tuned in to Vikings.com for more. On behalf of co-host and producer Chris Corso, our thanks to Tom Pelissero for joining us. Our thanks to you all for listening. Until next time, see you later.